Welcome to Destination 101, the podcast of Toastmasters District 101. Take a ride with us on Highway 101 and discover Toastmasters clubs from Silicon to Surf, clustering along Highway 101 in California. Yeah, how many times can I say 101, right? Well, find out about District 101 news, tips and events, and hear from members and clubs. I'm your host, Birgit Starmans. Welcome, everyone, and we're happy that you can join us. Today, we're joined by our first ever guest, our district director, Vipav Singh. Vipav has been a member of Toastmasters since 2016, and he served in various leadership positions. Vipav's passion is to use the voice of Toastmasters to bring about a positive change to our community. Welcome, Vipav. Thank you, Virgit. Glad to be here. Let's start right in with a few questions. Vipav, as we begin this initial drumroll episode, we have just celebrated Thanksgiving and are moving into the holidays, which will mark the end of the first half of the Toastmasters year. Can you give us your thoughts about the current state of District 101? Thank you, Birgit. Yeah, about this time last year, our district had close to 3,400 members, about 154 clubs in good standing from starting base of 151. To get a sense of where we are today, uh, we, are, we have 2,644 members to be precise, I checked today, and 141 clubs in good standing from a base of 156. So you could probably see that this leaves a lot of room for improvement for next six months ahead of us. These numbers are like numbers on your weighing scale. A good weight is not a guarantee for good health, but on the opposite side, you clearly know that there's something better you need to do on your health choices. Uh, it might look a little bit um, daunting, nonetheless, uh, I, uh, I think that we can turn this around. The weight example is a great analogy, and I love your optimism. As you said, this has been a tough year, one that no one could have really predicted. And we've had a lot of ups and downs between sheltering in place and accommodations that we had to make in Toastmasters due to the pandemic, including Toastmasters clubs not being able to meet in person. So what exactly is it that keeps you optimistic? Yeah, first and foremost important reason for my optimism is the district leadership team. We have a more committed group of people than ever, and it is their energy and it is their commitment to the job that keeps me hopeful for the year. The second reason is that COVID-19 changed the face of Toastmasters forever. When it happened, everything was new. We were going into this online mode. A lot of people were convinced they wanted to do it. And most of us were skeptical and did not want to make that transition. And it is, it is that phase that sometimes it takes for us to get used to or get familiar enough with the new normal that we have to pass. So I, I see it like an uphill climb. So there, there have been uh, this uphill climb, there are portions of that in-person interaction that we are used to, that we have missed and we will miss, but there is certain agility and ease and certain useful uh, side of things in terms of what you're doing in Toastmaster is directly applicable at your work. And when people recognize this and people are recognizing this more and more, 
then they begin to see that it does make sense and it does work and it does bring the value that they were after when they joined Toastmasters. So that is not going to change. Uh, there are notions like Zoom fatigue, challenge of schedule, priorities and so on, which are real, but I am seeing more and more, there are uh, more and more example of clubs which are going and rising above um, those challenges. And that's what uh, Toastmaster is, is rising above the challenges, adapt ourselves and work, continue to work. And that's the reason of my hope. I really love that sentiment. And we never really thought that Toastmasters was gonna be meeting online ever, if you think about it. <laughs> Well, yeah. we'll take some questions from our members, but before we move on, we're going to take a short District 101 trivia break. Oh. <laughs> it's like that, ooh, ooh ah. ah. <laughs> what is that trivia? I'm curious. Let me tell you a story. Once upon a time, in the year 2016, District 4, our neighbor, had grown up to become one of the largest Toastmasters districts in the world, geographically stretching from San Francisco to Monterey and approaching 60 plus areas and over 260 clubs. Based on the size and after careful deliberation, Rita Barber, DTM and past district governor led the initiative to split the district. And we were born. And now came the task of naming the baby. Why District 101? Was it just a coincidence that the next number to be allocated by Toastmasters International just happened to be 101? Honestly, no. Rita lobbied TI to reserve this number just for us. And as you know, the District 101 geographical area spans from Mountain View in the heart of Silicon Valley and home to many tech companies, tech giants actually, all the way to Kings County, just south of Monterey. And Highway 101 links this together. So when we say from Silicon to Surf, as the owner of a convertible, I'll personally invite you to drive to our destination 101 so that we can live happily ever after. Wow, quite a story. Thank you for sharing that, Birgit. I figure we always have to have a little bit of history as we move forward, especially with the new year on the horizon. Well, as promised, there are some burning questions from District 101 members, and they've come up in response to several of the events that we held this year, from officer training to great events to TLI, which is the Toastmasters Leadership Institute. The question reads, I'm just a member of a club. I attended sessions that were part of the TLI recently, even though I'm not an officer. I heard about different district programs and being distinguished, but I joined to gain speaking skills. What can the district do for me? Vaibhav, how do you respond to that question? That's an interesting one, Birgit. Thank you. And there is a lot packed in those uh, sentences in there. I would like to begin with, because this reminds me of Jeff Kennedy's famous quote, ask not what your country can do for you, and ask what you can do for your country. Now, why do I remember this quote here? First of all, just to get the sense of our, uh, for our newer members, the district, what is district? It is a structure that is created for a singular reason, and that is to serve our members. Now, the question is, how do we serve our members? 
we run programs, for example, the club officer training you mentioned, or the great events that this member went to, or there are opportunities to serve as a club coach and club mentors for the clubs who need it. And there is a recently launched club consultant program for our more experienced Toastmasters who have seen ups and downs in their own clubs and have been able to do good. Uh, there are PR channels to promote outreach for clubs. You want to grow your club, you want to have more members, you are doing an open house and you want to get your word out there. How do you do that? So we have the channels to facilitate that. There are uh, resources to help answer your pathway questions. I, I remember when the transition was happening uh, from the traditional program to the pathway program, there were set of pathways ambassador. How did they come to be? It was not driven from a club. It was not driven from one uh, place called Toastmasters, uh, Toastmasters International Headquarters. It was driven and executed by the district, by the members who were willing to serve, who were willing to help. Because I think it just reminds me of that line that it is in giving that we receive. So it is with that spirit that the more you get involved in serving, the more you grow also as an individual yourself. And in process, you're creating a difference for somebody else. So that is at a high level what district is and what district does. And the list goes on. We can have this one hour long podcast and I can talk about the great things that people have done in past and people are doing currently. But I would stop at, at uh, this point about what district is. Now, who gets to decide what goes on in all these programs? The answer is you do. When you attend a club officer training, you write your feedback. When you attend a great event, you write your feedback. When you speak to your area director, division directors, and whosoever, you let them know what you think, what are the problems that you're thinking about, or what are the challenges that you're facing, and then they respond to you. And those are the signals based on which this group of individual consisting of your area director, division directors, your program quality director, club growth director, and the extended team that I lead as, as your district director come together and then we create our success plan and we define what are the things, what are the initiatives which will take you where you need to be as an individual member. So who is at the front and center of all this? It is you. It is a person who asked the question. So, so that's why I'm really happy that this, uh, this question was asked. And finally, I just uh, wanted to end with the note that it's going back to the beginning of my comment that ask not what your district can do for you, ask what you can do for your district. It is when you ask that question and asking the right question makes all the difference. When you ask that question, then you all of a sudden discover how much more those masters can do for you. It is one of those virtuous circles that you would discover once you open yourself up and engage. I like that. And one of the great things about this question is that it came from a member who actually went to a district event, right? Whether it's training right. or whether it's great events, because there are a lot of members that actually have not kind of peeked their head above the kind of parameters that are just their club. So really encouraging members to get out there and participate in district events and make a lot of new friends and gain a lot of new skills and do some networking on the side as they go through their Toastmasters journey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's another one. My club is meeting online and we don't know when we can meet again in person. It feels very different. I'm wondering if meetings are still effective. What can I learn? Do you think it's even worth meeting online? What are your thoughts to this one? 
Oh, uh, once again, I love that question. So short answer, it is worth meeting online as much or even more than it was to meet in person. Now, what is the reason of this conviction that I have? It is, it comes from the examples of successful meetings that I see executed. It comes from the camaraderie, the connection, the, uh, the uh, feedback. Uh, we, have, we have seen tens of speech contests being run online. We have seen tens of uh, sessions uh, for TLI and great events being run online. We have seen the level of engagement that uh, people have been able to create online. And there are sessions precisely on how to create that level of engagement. So that's one. That is the uh, from the uh, perspective of an outsider looking at what is going on in these meetings. Now, the second perspective that I have is that it is not just Toastmaster which has moved online. Irrespective of your field of work, your work has moved online. Your meetings have moved online. If you are a restaurant owner, or if you are a, uh, you know, somebody who supplies things to different businesses, there are things that you have started to do online which you, have, you, which you were not doing online. And particularly for professionals, your whole office has moved into a compartment of your, of your own house. Now, that's, uh, this is where things get really interesting that the skills that you practice of presentation 100% of the time, the time you stay silent, the time you, you, you're not even speaking, the time you're just trying to pay attention to because that's a crucial skill for your work. The time when you are presenting, how you can engage the audience, how do you look at the camera? How do you make connection? How do you interject? When do you interject? How do you not talk over people? All those skills are the ones that you will learn in an online meeting and going to Toastmaster online 100%. If you, if you try it with commitment, if you try it with an intent to improve, I can guarantee you will not disappoint yourself. That's an excellent point because we always say that what we learn in Toastmasters is very transferable to our non-Toastmasters lives. And actually we were just doing a study at my work and we're finding that a lot of companies, even when the pandemic and the sheltering in place is over, they're not going to be moving back into an in-person environment for 100% of the time. So there's going to be a, a specific component that is going to continue to work remotely. So that skill is not just a short-term skill. It's really a long-term skill, if you think about it that way. 100%, because the world as we know it will never be the same again, depending on what's your definition of same is. If you're thinking about January, 2020, it's not going to come back. Not in 2021, not in 2022. It will be a different world and perhaps a better one. This is our hope and we should better make it happen. That's an optimistic view and I'm an optimistic person too. So I'm gonna to subscribe to that. Thank Perfect. You. All right. For our last question, I'm gonna keep this super short and sweet. What's next? Well, what next is something uh, very exciting that I've been looking forward to for a few weeks now. So first, as I was saying in the beginning that starting from a base of 156 clubs, we are down to 141. I wanna take a pause and recognize that clubs are not numbers. 
members are not numbers. The reason why I care for clubs or the clubs in good uh, operational situation or clubs doing well and doing effective meetings is to keep you at the center. And it, it is perhaps not straightforward to mention all the clubs in this, in this program. Uh, however, I think the growth is a sign of health, a healthy growth. If you walk into a meeting which has got 20 people attending that meeting, chances are that people participating in that meeting are not going to be overloaded, taking the roles over and over again. Chances are there is a line of members who are working on their projects week after week. Chances are this club is doing well. That's why the growth is such a central point for Toastmaster. And what I am optimistic about or what I'm hopeful for or excited to share with you and with all our members are that there are five clubs which are coming to our district. Uh, there are five new clubs being created. I could name them all, but I would leave them as a surprise and would be delighted to share those names in the next newsletter or whatever next communication opportunity we have. So we have five more clubs and close to a hundred more members joining our district. And when this new blood flows, there is new, new energy, new enthusiasm, uh, there is a new surge. And besides, we are walking into Christmas. So all the reason to be excited about and what, what's more important that lies next than Christmas. I like that concept. I'm all about that. So thank you, Vaitha, for being part of the brand new Destination 101 podcast and being our inaugural guest. So you have that honor. And I'm really excited that you made time today. Thank you so much for having me. And I am privileged and honored to be uh, the first guest on Destination 101. Oh, you'll be back on a regular basis. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And whether you are in District 101 or beyond, come and take a little journey along Highway 101 to visit our many clubs. Since most are meeting virtually, actually all are meeting virtually, it's the perfect time to meet other Toastmasters, including some of those in those newly chartering clubs. And looking forward to having you back. Tune in next time and email us at pr at d101tm.org with questions that our district leaders can answer in future podcasts. And if you miss an episode, you can review them all at www.d101tm.org slash destination 101.